lift up your hands up towards heaven hallelujah father we thank you just in your own words just thank him for his presence here with us father we thank you those of you joining us by facebook just join us right now join your faith with us in the name of jesus right now just begin to pray pray in the spirit thank the lord for his awesome presence and i know that you are experiencing his presence there is no barrier between you and God. No matter where you are today, you can encounter the power of the living God. And I know right now, even at the sound of my voice, many of you are beginning to encounter the power of the Lord Jesus. Of the Lord Jesus. We thank you, Jesus, for the manifestation of your presence. Lift up your hands. For the manifestation of your presence through your spirit. We pray and we declare an open heaven in this place. We pray and we declare ascension that your angels will ascend and descend in this place in the name of Jesus. That your ministering angels will establish your word in our hearts today in the name of Jesus. That today, say with me today, I would leave transformed and renewed by the power of your word father i thank you i thank you and i pray right now that you release your grace release your grace over everyone in this place release your grace the grace that empowers release it now in the name of jesus in the name of jesus father every spirit that is tormenting your children every spirit of heaviness that is upon your children father by virtue of that grace by virtue of that anointing father we lift up that spirit in the name of jesus in the name of jesus we thank you overtake us today with your grace say with me lord overtake me with your grace overtake me with your grace father release that anointing that grace to release us into a new season of acceleration into a new season of empowerment into a new season of joy into a new season of peace in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus father I release your children from every hold over their lives in the name of Jesus we thank you that today we will experience your power suddenly over each and every one of us we would leave here encountering your spirit we would leave here encountering your word your word today would change us from inside out because there is power in your word in the name of the Lord Jesus and everyone say a big amen, amen. hallelujah celebrate Jesus celebrate Jesus celebrate the Lord how many of you know that he deserves all the glory Jesus deserves it celebrate the father can someone celebrate the father can someone celebrate the Holy Spirit I know many of you don't know what today is but today is Pentecost Sunday can somebody celebrate the Holy Spirit when the Holy Spirit was poured upon the church can somebody celebrate the Holy Spirit? Can we be up on our feet and celebrate the Holy Spirit when the Spirit of the Lord was poured suddenly over the church to bring an empowerment, to cause the church to fulfill God's mandate, to fulfill God's purpose? How many of you know that without the Holy Spirit, none of us will be able to fulfill and walk in the power of the Holy Ghost, but with the Spirit, how many of you know that the Spirit is present here today among us? Amen. The Spirit is here among us and I see the Spirit touching many of you. He's releasing His grace over you in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Receive that grace now in Jesus' mighty name. Say with me, Father, pour your Spirit on us now. Pour your Spirit on us now father pour your spirit on us now come on i need someone to say it like they mean it father pour your spirit on us now in the name of jesus 
in the name of Jesus. Come on, let's clap for the Lord. Let's clap for the Lord. Mareka sandere de bush. Rasa takatayene mande. Roho sandai. Roho sandai. Come on, clap, 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 clap. Like you know that God is present. That you know that God is present. That you know that God is present. He's here. He's here. Reka sandai. In the name of Jesus. And everybody give the Lord an amen. Come on, you may take your seats. Today is Pentecost Sunday. I'm excited in my spirit. I know many of you did not even know. Am I right? Nobody knows that today is Pentecost Sunday. But thank God for the Holy Spirit. Thank God for Jesus. Amen. He's present here with us. And I want you to turn with me to the book of Acts chapter 2. And I'm going to read from verse 1 to verse 4. And I'm going to read verse 16 to verse 18. Amen. Today I'm ministering on the God of the suddenly. The God of the suddenly. Hallelujah. Oh, I thought I would be having a bigger amen. I thought I'll be having a bigger amen. The God of the suddenly. One who acts immediately. One who acts quickly. One who acts when we are least expecting him to move. He's able to act today. What? Suddenly. Say with me, suddenly. Come on, we need to begin to understand that we serve a God of the suddenly. Maybe you know him today as one who is what? Merciful. Maybe you know him today as one who is good, as one who is faithful. But today I want to stretch your faith to another level to begin to understand and begin to know God as one who is a God of what? The suddenly. One who acts quickly one who acts immediately i see many of you today seeking god for a miracle i see many of you today standing before the red sea looking back at the egyptians pharaoh behind you i see many of you looking at the mountains on each side but let me tell you i don't care what is behind you the red sea that is in front of you the god that i serve is able today to act suddenly say suddenly on my behalf he's able amen no matter how long you have been in a waiting season and i sense the spirit of the lord saying that many of you are in the waiting season amen there is pain in a waiting season. Amen. We get impatient when we are in a waiting season. But I'm here to prophesy and declare over you that you are entering into a season of what? Suddenly. Kaba. Kaba. Raba. Shinde. We're entering into a season of what? Suddenly. Last Thursday, when the prophet was ministering in the house of the Lord, God fulfilled and confirmed the word. And my wife can testify. As they were ministering, I kept saying to her, this is what I keep sensing the Lord wanting to do in the month of June. And I'm going to read this scripture, Isaiah 43, verse 19. It says, Behold, amen, I will do a new thing now it shall spring forth shall you not know it amen i will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers say with me rivers come on how many of you know that it will take god to make a road in where in the wilderness it will take god to make rivers in where in the desert that's an impossible situation but when we come into the presence of god the god of what the suddenly amen god is saying that we are entering into a new season the month of june is a month of what new season is a month of what suddenlies we are entering into new seasons how suddenly 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 it says when the day of pentecost had fully come they were all with one accord in one place we spoke about this last week they were in one accord they were united and i said to you the unity brought the outpour of the holy spirit 120 people were gathered in where in the upper room expecting and waiting for an outpour of god's spirit and as they waited come on as they waited anybody here waiting today 
Anybody here waiting today? Anybody here expecting God to move today? As they were waiting, the Lord Jesus said to them, don't be in a hurry to go. Don't be in a hurry to go. There is someone that will come upon you. Wait for that person to come upon you before you go and do ministry. 120 people waited on the Holy Spirit. And I don't know today what you are waiting for God for. Maybe you are waiting for a miracle. Maybe you are waiting for a breakthrough. Maybe you are waiting and expecting God for deliverance but I'm here to say to you your deliverance is coming to you suddenly your breakthrough is coming to you suddenly amen restoration is coming to you how suddenly amen I see the finger of God in your marriage suddenly in your health suddenly amen in your finances suddenly it says and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind and it filled the whole house where they were sitting 120 people waiting and expecting and the bible tells us that the spirit of the lord came like what like a rushing wind there came a sound from heaven as a rushing mighty wind and it filled the whole house where they were sitting verse 3 hallelujah then there appeared to them divided tongues as of fire and one sat upon each of them hallelujah come on and sat upon each of them and they were all filled with the holy spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the spirit gave them utterance let's jump to verse 16 to verse 18 if you're with me just say an amen and here the apostle peter really stands up amen to say what you are seeing the outpour of the spirit that you are seeing what is taking place was prophesied by the prophet joel so he begins to declare and to speak out the prophecy of the prophet Joel listen to what Peter was saying he says in verse 16 but this is what was spoken by the prophet Joel and it shall come to pass in the last days says God that I will pour say with me pour thank God he did not say I will sprinkle amen he did not say I will sprinkle amen pour literally means a gush amen God is pouring not a sprinkle he says that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh your sons and your daughters shall prophesy your young men shall see visions your old men shall dream what dreams verse 18 and on my main men's servants and on my maid servants I will pour out my spirit in those days and they shall prophesy amen and they shall prophesy amen peter was literally saying this what is taking place before your very eyes is just a fulfillment of prophecy amen god pouring his spirit thank god he did not sprinkle his spirit but he was pouring his spirit on all flesh peter was saying this is just a fulfillment of what of prophecy amen but as I was reading this scripture, the word that kept jumping into my heart or kept jumping into my face was the word suddenly, suddenly, suddenly. The God of the suddenlies, one who acts immediately, amen. One who acts quickly, amen, unexpectedly. One who loves to surprise his, his children. Amen. Isn't that amazing about the God that we serve? We serve a God who loves to surprise. Amen. How many of you love surprises? You love surprises. Amen. On your birthdays, many of you would wish 
my wife, my son and my daughter would think of surprising me. We love when we enter into the room. I know some of you love surprises. You enter into the room and you hear the word what? Surprise! Surprise! We love surprises. Not only do we love surprises, but we also love the gifts that come with surprises. Amen. We love them. You love to surprise your wife. You love to surprise your son and your daughter. But imagine the God that we serve. How much more Him. Amen. He says, I am a God of the what? The suddenlies. It does not only mean I am one that acts immediately or one that acts quickly, but I'm one that surprises you. Amen. He loves to surprise you. Maybe I don't know what you are expecting God for today, but I prophesy over you that as you have entered into this auditorium, God will surprise you. Amen. God will surprise you. You know, this week, me and my wife, we celebrated 16 years of being together, of being married. She's a great woman of God. We always say the beautiful woman, right? The beautiful pastor. Amen. Without her, I don't know where I will be today. She's such a support to me. This is a surprise to you. Amen. Amen. On Friday, she said to me, come, come and check the curtain. And I know my wife. Come and check the curtain, the curtain in the room. So when I was following her, I told her, you know, I don't like these things because I knew she was preparing a surprise. I started shouting from behind. I said, I'm not going to fall. She said, no, you come and check the curtain in the room. It's falling. And she started giving me all sorts of excuses. But you know, we just started going back and forth before I realized I was in the room and my surprise was there. Amen. I was happy. I was pretending like I didn't want a surprise. But we love surprises. Amen. We love gifts. Ladies, I know you love surprises. Amen. One of the things that I like is, you know, when you're putting your trousers on, you put your hand in some back pocket and then you take out some 200 CDs that was hidden somewhere. You know, it brings such joy to your heart. You know, there's just something about surprises. Right? Am I right? But church, those of you joining us, we serve a God. My God, the God that I serve, He loves to surprise us. Listen to me. If you think that your husband or your wife or your son or your daughters, they love to surprise you, then you have not met the God that I serve. The one who is the ultimate surpriser. Amen. I prophesy over you, like I said, that you will be surprised today. Amen. I don't know what you are expecting God for. Maybe you are expecting God to bring a turnaround in your marriage. I pray today and I prophesy over you that you will experience the sudden hand of God in your marriage. In the name of Jesus. Amen. I know many of you are trusting and expecting God for a sudden turnaround in your finances. I pray and I prophesy over you that today you will encounter the sudden hand of God in your finances. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Where there is a casting down, God is saying suddenly you are going to experience what? A lifting up in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. The God who loves to surprise. I want to be surprised. I want to see God act immediately, quickly. Many of you have been praying and you are saying, God, when? God, when is it going to be my season? I'm here to say to you, as we have entered into the month of suddenlies, when the disciples in the upper room encountered the Spirit of God suddenly, I'm here to say to you that this month of June will be a month of suddenlies. Amen. 
when you wake up in the morning this should change your perspective when you wake up in the morning say God surprise me today amen it's one thing to expect God to move but it's another thing to expect God to move suddenly are you with me it's one thing to say God move God I'm expecting but it's another thing to expect God there is a difference between expecting and expecting God to move suddenly let me tell you why many of you are saying God before the end of the year my situation will change Amen. Before the end of the year, my marriage situation will change. My finances will change. But when we know Him as a God of the suddenly, it would change our expectation. How many of you know that your level of expectation determines your miracle today? Are you with me? Your level of expectation determines your miracle today. When we know that he's a God of the suddenly and we begin to expect him to act suddenly, that is a stretch of faith towards God. Amen. It will change the way you think and your perspective. Instead of always saying, by the end of the year, you will begin to say, now, immediately, quickly, God will move on my behalf. Because he's a God of the suddenly. Amen. He acts quickly. And we see throughout scripture where Jesus heals immediately. Amen. Mark chapter 5 verse 29. This is about the woman with the issue of blood. It says immediately her bleeding stopped and she felt in her body that she was freed from her suffering. What happened to her? Immediately. You don't see miracles in the Bible where Jesus prays over someone and he says to them come next week and let me check if you were healed am I right anybody here reads the scripture everyone that comes before the Lord it says immediately let's read the one also from Matthew chapter 8 verse 3 here is about the leper it says Jesus reached out his hand and touched the man I am willing he said be clean immediately amen immediately quickly suddenly amen unexpectedly hallelujah he was cleansed from his leprosy amen like I was saying you don't see Jesus saying to anyone who needed healing please come back next week everyone that he prayed for everyone that he stretched his hand towards they received their miracle immediately Amen. Receive your miracle today. Immediately. Amen. Receive your miracle today. Suddenly. Amen. That should be your level of expectation today. God, I'm trusting you for a miracle now. You are the God of what? You are the God of the now. You are the great I am. You are not the God of the past. Neither are you the God of the future. You are the God of what? The now. Amen. He said to Moses, I am. I am is what? The God of the now. God can act on your behalf. He can heal you today. He can restore your marriage today. He can restore your health. He can restore your finances today. Amen. Even your spirituality. Amen. Many of you have lost it. Spiritually, you are dry. But today, suddenly, God can touch you. And before you realize, you are leaving here with a new fire on the inside of you. A new fire on the inside of you. He's a God of the what? The suddenly. Amen. You remember? Paul and Silas in prison. They were worshiping and praying. How did they encounter the Spirit of God? Let me show you. He says, but at midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God and the prisoners were listening to them. I want you to read verse 26 with me with a loud voice. One, two, go. One more time. He says, suddenly there was a great earthquake so that the foundations of the prisons were shaking and immediately, Makabarabashi Teleme. Mandere de Bosch. 
Anybody here with me today? He says, suddenly there was an earthquake. Amen. You see how God by His Spirit visited the disciples in the upper room? Amen. There was always like a shaking. The atmosphere always would change when the Spirit of the Lord would visit. The earth would shake at the presence of the Holy Spirit. These two men were in prison. You know what they were doing? They were praising and worshiping God. And the Bible tells us suddenly there was a great earthquake so that the foundations of the prison. I don't know you are expecting deliverance today. May you experience that sudden hand that even as you experience every chain that is holding you down. You raise up your hand. Every gate, every impediment that is closed over your destiny, over your life by virtue of the anointing, by virtue of the blood of Jesus. Amen. May they be removed in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Suddenly there was an earthquake so that the foundations, amen, the foundations, what is holding you down today? What prison gates are holding you down today? What chains are holding you down? The Bible says that sudden experience from God can shake the foundations. Can shake the foundations of that prison. In other words, nothing can hold you down. What is impossible, when the sudden God comes, it becomes what? Possible. Amen. Foundations are being shaken today. Amen. By the power of the Holy Ghost, the foundations are being shaken. But as God is shaking the foundation, you know what is happening? Prison doors are being opened. Are you hearing me? Chains are falling. You know, when COVID came two or three years ago, this is one thing that the Lord showed me. God said to me, I am going to shake the foundations. And how many of you know that God shook the foundations of the church with COVID? Amen. Today many of us can stand here and we can testify that we have been freed, we have been delivered through the season of shaking. Are you with me? We have been freed, we have been delivered through the season of what? Of shaking the foundation of the church. In this season God did a separation, God did a division, God brought things, He separated the chaff from the wheat. Amen. He shook the foundation of the church. Amen. And today, as you experience the sudden power of God, may every foundation, amen, unstable foundation, because God wants you to build on His foundation. Amen. The Bible says that we are to build on the rock of God's Word. Amen. He says if you build on anything else, it is what? It is sinking sand. So many of you today in the body of Christ, you are building on many other things rather than building on the Word of God. And the Bible says, if you build on anything else other than the Word of God, you are building on sinking sand. When the trials and the storms come, you will come and understand that I'm not building on the Word of God. You know why? Because you will not stand. Amen. Are you with me? So when God shakes the foundations, what God is doing is putting each and every one of us, the body of Christ, me and you, He's putting us on the right foundation, which is the rock of God's Word. Amen. God showed me many things during the COVID season. And one thing He showed me was the foundation, the pillars. God said, I'm getting rid of certain pillars that are not supposed to be there because they are being built on sinking sand. I want to establish my church. How many of you know that after COVID, the church has come out stronger? Am I preaching today? After COVID, the church has come out stronger. We may be few in numbers, but it doesn't matter if Jesus thought he needed more people to establish his kingdom he would not have started with only 12 people 
if he knew he needed more people to start his ministry he would have not only started with 12 but the number doesn't matter are you with me it doesn't matter God can take five stones it took David with five stones only five maybe many of you would have thought of many other things but the Bible tells us with five stones David was able to overcome Goliath amen and today we don't need big numbers all we need is five stones five pillars amen built on the right foundation amen if your marriage is built on the right foundation it will stand when the storms come if your business is built on the right foundation your business will stand anything else other than the foundation of God's Word will not stand and that is why Paul encouraged the church he said I started off building on Christ whoever should come should continue building on that same foundation amen hallelujah make sure that you build your life on the foundation of the Word of God because the seasons are gonna get darker and those who would be able to stand the dark seasons that we are about to enter into as a church amen the seasons are going to become darker today we hear of what monkeypox amen tomorrow we'll hear of something else amen it's not getting better it's getting worse but you know how me and you would be able to stand is if we choose to build our lives on the word of God the Bible says when everything else passes away one thing that would remain is the word of God build your life today on his word amen build your life today on his word and God takes us through seasons like this just to always bring us back to the truth to bring us back to the right foundation today many of you are going through some trials some storms amen you are there fighting and rebuking the devil but it is only God who has allowed the storm to come into your life to bring you back to him amen God allows certain storms to come and these storms they are not to destroy us they are to build us they are to bring us back to him if we have truly made Christ Lord and Savior when we begin to drift away God will allow some unexpected storms to come your way you know what these storms will do they will bring you back to God amen they will bring you back to God so Paul and Silas they encountered the suddenly amen the God of the suddenly in the name of Jesus we see in Acts chapter 9 verse 3 this is about Paul amen you remember Paul was persecuting the Christians killing the Christians and here on the way to Damascus he encountered the Lord Jesus how suddenly it says as he journeyed he came near Damascus and suddenly a light shone around him from heaven amen suddenly Malachi chapter 3 verse 1 it says behold I sent my messenger and he will prepare the way before me and the Lord whom you seek will what will suddenly come into his temple how would he come into his temple suddenly when we pray when we lift up our hands and we say God come when he says where two or three are gathered in my name he says I will suddenly be in their midst when you begin to pray expect that God is in your midst is God with us here today amen as we started praying as we started seeking his face his presence suddenly filled the temple of the Lord hallelujah I love Isaiah 48 
verse 3 it says I have declared the former things in other words the things that are to what to come God is saying I have declared the former things from the beginning they went forth from my mouth and I caused them to hear it suddenly I did them and they came to pass may this month of June be the month of suddenlies may we encounter God as the God of suddenly I don't know what you're expecting God for but we are trusting that this month every morning we will wake up expecting him to move suddenly suddenly amen how can we expect God to move suddenly as usual I leave you with three points quickly how can we expect God to move suddenly we want God to move suddenly right amen we want God to surprise us we want God to move quickly and immediately and like I said many of you are waiting and you are wondering God when is my sudden I want us to turn to 2nd Chronicles chapter 29 and we would see how the Israelites encountered the hand of God suddenly amen I would read verse 36 just to show you how they encountered God and we would look back at some few scriptures before verse 36 amen to see what they did to encounter God suddenly second Chronicles verse 29 verse 36 it says then Hezekiah and all the people rejoiced that God had prepared the people since the events took place so suddenly amen God acted on their behalf God moved quickly immediately amen unexpectedly suddenly amen he moved but I want us to move to 2nd Chronicles 29 verse 31 and I want to show you the first thing or one of the things that they did to encounter God suddenly amen Hezekiah asked the people the Israelites to consecrate themselves amen to consecrate themselves and maybe you're wondering pastor what is the meaning of the word consecrate the word consecrate literally means to separate yourself from anything that is what that is unclean second Corinthians chapter 6 verse 17 it defines the word consecrate it says therefore come out from among them and be separate says the Lord do not touch what is unclean and I will receive you amen the word consecrate literally means to separate to be set apart unto the Lord from anything that is unclean it is to make oneself holy that is what it means to what to consecrate amen to consecrate and throughout scripture we see in Joshua chapter 3 verse 35 after the Israelites had been in the wilderness for 40 years before the Lord taking them into the promised land he asked them to consecrate themselves set themselves apart amen separate themselves from anything that is unclean amen we are called to live a holy life where there is no holiness there is no suddenly amen you can pray all day God I want to encounter you quickly I want to encounter you suddenly amen but if you don't live a holy life a life consecrated a life set apart unto the Lord you will not experience him suddenly are you with me Hezekiah was appointed to be king the word of the Lord tells us he was only 25 years old you go home and read from verse 1 down to verse 31 amen he was appointed to be king and the first thing the Bible tells us is Hezekiah goes in to cleanse the temple of God amen and that should be the most important thing in our relationship with God we should always seek to live holy and to be holy 
If we want an outpour, amen, we want a revival. In fact, anytime there is a revival or there is an outbreak of the Holy Spirit in the church, the first thing that you see is the people coming to what? To repentance. People begin to repent. Lord, forgive us. Forgive us for the sin. Forgive us for what we are doing. Amen. The first thing where you see revival, you see what? You see repentance. It's not about the goosebumps and the falling under the power of God and the manifestation. Amen. When there is a true revival, there is repentance. That's the first thing. I don't know about you, but when I'm in the presence of God, worshiping and praising God, when the presence of God steps into my room, that is when I begin to feel, I begin to experience the holy presence of God. And the thing that begins to come out of my mouth is God forgive me for I'm a sinner. Amen. When we want to step into the presence, Pastor Isaac said, we need to repent. We need to cleanse, make sure that the blood of Jesus is cleansing us daily. Amen. Father, I want to walk and live a life of holiness. Separate yourself. Cleanse your temple. When you wake up in the morning, say, God, have I defiled the temple of God? Is there anything on the inside of me? Amen. That is not pleasing to you. Hezekiah was king. The first thing that he did in his first year of reign was to cleanse the temple of God. He asked the priest to be consecrated. He asked the people to consecrate themselves. And as the Bible tells us, then Hezekiah, verse 31, then Hezekiah answered and said, now that you have consecrated yourselves to the Lord, come near. Say with me, come near. As you have consecrated, as you have chosen to live a life of holiness unto God, God is saying, come near and bring sacrifices and thank offerings into the house of the Lord so that the assembly brought in sacrifices and thank offering and as many as were of a willing heart brought burnt offering but my point here is that now that you have what consecrated yourselves these were just few verses this is verse 31 before they began to rejoice and celebrate in verse 36 and begin to rejoice and say God acted on our behalf suddenly you know what they did they consecrated themselves they consecrated themselves amen if you want to walk as a believer choose today to live a holy life if you choose holiness amen I've preached many times on holiness and this is just a point amen this is like an icing on top of the cake right choose to live a life of holiness when you choose holiness you will encounter god every day you don't need to come to church only on sunday to encounter the power of god wherever you are amen you can encounter him choose holiness consecrate yourself separate yourself from anything that is unclean amen cleanse your temple and you will see the sudden hand of god over your life in the name of Jesus number one consecrate yourself number two praise and worship is so powerful and now the church we have separated we have moved away from praise and worship when we pray all we do is we talk we talk we talk we talk sometimes we say to ourselves we don't even know what to talk again to God am I the only one in that season have you ever sat in the presence of God and you say God what am I going to say to you today I've asked you to protect my children. I've asked you to bless my business. I've asked you to do this. It's like you've run out of words. You know why? It's because we have limited prayer. Like Derek Prince. Derek Prince would say, prayer is not only one instrument playing. Prayer is a whole orchestra playing. Prayer is not only speaking to God, it's not only one instrument play, it's a whole orchestra. It includes thanksgiving, it includes praise, and it includes worship. Sometimes you can enter into the presence of God and you don't know what to say. Amen. Am I right? But you can enter and begin to praise 
and to worship him listen to what king hezekiah said to the people he said then hezekiah commanded them to offer the burnt offering on the altar and when the burnt offering began the song of the lord also began they were sacrificing and at the same time they were singing a song and with the trumpets and with the instruments of david king of israel so all the assembly they worshiped the singers they sang and the trumpeters they sounded all these continued until burnt offering was finished amen they praised they worshiped god amen may we never run out of thanksgiving may we never run out of praise may we never run out of worshiping god amen you know when you enter into the presence of god when you begin to praise and to worship him it's like you being on your last you know when you are driving your car and you see the red light amen it's like ta, 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 the car can't move anymore when we enter into his presence and we begin to praise and to worship him you just see the presence of god descend upon you the bible says the disciples they were gathered in one accord amen but not only were they united together you know another thing that drove the outpour of the spirit of god upon them is that they were doing what they were praying and i believe they were not only standing and shouting but they were also singing thanking and worshiping god and the bible tells us the spirit of the lord descended upon them just as paul and silas were singing when they were in prison and worshiping and praying to god the prison doors were open today i believe if we choose praise and worship you know what i just saw like i said in the beginning you're standing before the red sea you're wondering god i have prayed i have done it all what else praise and worship praise and worship is going to be like that rod that you will stretch out towards the red sea when you begin to praise and to worship god it's like you lifting up that rod of moses and stretching it out towards the red sea and you will begin to see the sudden hand of god amen when you wake up in the morning begin with thanksgiving go through the day praising god and worship him for his goodness for his majesty amen it is a key to entering into the presence of god amen consecrate yourself choose praise and worship and you will encounter the sudden hand of god and i end with number three number three sacrifice sacrifice amen it's one thing to praise right we love to praise we love to worship but when it comes to sacrifice because we know that sacrifice is what is painful amen sacrifice is painful and in second chronicles chapter 29 verse 32 and here again after they consecrated themselves after they praised and they worship i want us to look at the amount of sacrifice that they had offered it says and the number of the burnt offerings which the assembly brought were 70 bulls 100 rams 200 lambs all these were a burnt offering to the lord let me just summarize it in one word they brought a lot of sacrifice amen they brought what a lot of sacrifice sacrifice is painful when god asks us to sacrifice our time when he asks us to sacrifice our life and our space it is painful amen sacrificing our time you can ask the worship team when they have to come early to church when they have to practice during the week amen it takes sacrifice amen but the same i've come to learn and i've come to understand that one of the ways to be encountering the god of the sudden is to live a life of sacrifice to him in the old testament they would put a goat and kill and there would be bloodshed but today we live in a dispensation where christ is the ultimate sacrifice right 
And the Bible tells us that we are to offer our lives daily as a living sacrifice. Because what? This is pleasing unto the Lord. Are you with me? This is pleasing unto the Lord. When we offer a life of sacrifice. Is sacrifice painful? Yes. Just like there is bloodshed when a bull is sacrificed. When we choose sacrifice, there is pain. There is suffering. Amen. But as the Bible says, though pain and suffering endures for the night, what comes in the morning? Joy. I heard this story about a chicken and a pig. They were walking on the road and they looked up at this signboard, this restaurant that was doing a promotion. And on the signboard, there was this exciting promotion on the signboard, which read, come early in the morning because we are offering a promotion for eggs and what? Bacon. So the chicken and the pig were walking. They looked at each other and the chicken began to rejoice that she was part of this promotion. Why? Because the chicken was offering some eggs. But as she was celebrating and being joyful, she looked at the pig. The pig was in tears. The pig said to the chicken, you are offering your eggs, but I am offering my body. Amen. Sacrifice is painful. Amen. But if we want to encounter the sudden hand of God, we choose to consecrate ourselves. We choose praise and worship. When we choose to sacrifice and to live a life daily. The Bible says not once a month. It says daily offer your lives as a living sacrifice. Daily. Amen. Every minute, every day. The Bible says take up your cross. What? Daily and follow me. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We want to encounter you, Father. We want to see your sudden hand over everything in our lives. As you healed immediately, you set people free quickly, immediately. Father, we want to encounter you today the same. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. So right now, just pour your spirit right now. Suddenly over your children. In the name of Jesus. Right now. Thank you, Lord. You know, in the Old Testament, when they offer the sacrifice on the altar, the presence of God comes from the Holy of Holies to consume the sacrifice. Receive that grace now. Receive. May the power of God touch you. Now, 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 in the name of Jesus. Receive strength, receive empowerment, receive joy, receive encouragement in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you and I seal the work of your hand here in this place. We thank you that today we know that you are the God of the suddenly. Our lives will never be the same. Be expectant. Be expectant. That God will move suddenly on your behalf. In the name of Jesus. We bless you. We praise you. Give the Lord a shout of praise. Hallelujah.